0: Hey everybody, welcome to episode 23 of the Soft Serve podcast. In this episode, Stomping Jen and I get real and we talk about the people who make us feel happy and we also give an update on what happened with Professor Weasley the former associate of the Soft Serve podcast who was banned from the show. We talk about the assholes of Whole Foods. It's our first segment. You're going to enjoy that one. And then we discuss a really important scenario about whether or not somebody else is an asshole For some very disturbing behavior they engaged in. I know that's a lot of assholes in this episode, but I promise you if you listen, it's worth it. And much to stomping Jen's rage and disappointment, we did not get to talk about the sponge holder and the sponge in our kitchen sink. She really wanted to talk about that, but I was being... Mm, A little passive aggressive and wouldn't allow the conversation. So, you'll just have to listen to find out. So, without further ado, I give you the Soft Serve Podcast. The Soft Serve Podcast. Creamy, delicious ideas without the creepy truck. Hi, Stomping Jen. It's episode 23.
1: So exciting.
0: Of the Soft Serve podcast. Guess what? I'm in a delightful mood.
1: (laughs) Oh, you are? Yep. That's great. I'm not in
0: a bad mood anymore.
1: That's great to hear.
0: So delightful tonight.
1: Let's see if we can put you in a bad mood. How quickly can we do that?
0: Oh, I think pretty quickly. (laughs) The line for me between bad mood and delightful is very thin. Mm. Very thin indeed. I have two moods. Bad and delightful.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: In case you didn't know. So this is episode 23. And we're continuing. We're continuing our series of the 52 Lists for Happiness And I believe we're up to list number... Twelve. Let me flip through the book. Yeah, list number twelve. We're going to be listing the people who make us feel happy. That's the goal here. The people who make us feel happy. But first...
1: But first...
0: before we get to that. Sorry for the long pause. We have other business to attend to. We don't have a show beer tonight. Instead, no. we have a show whiskey. It is I'm going to I am going to sample it. Maker's Mark. It's a bourbon. It's a good bourbon. It's a bourbon. So I'll be enjoying that throughout the show this evening. And I believe you have some as well. I do. You're enjoying. I do. So we just want to, before we dive in, remind people to please subscribe to the show, download your episodes. Tell a friend. Leave us a review if you're so inclined.
1: Can you talk about the importance of
0: downloading? And it's, there's not any real importance because we're never going to monetize this show. But if you were interested in monetizing your podcast, the very first thing that advertisers want to know is the number of downloads you get. Got it. Right. But I don't know if the host that we use, if they count every stream as a download, they might. I just don't know how it works. Okay. So it just seems like that's something that's important. So I ask people to do it.
1: Can you tell our listeners why it's important to leave a review?
0: Um. Some people think leaving a review raises your profile in iTunes, which is where you would leave a review, or on any other streaming app. Other people think it's total bullshit, but it's mostly because I just want to see what people think. Okay. And I do take um, the negative feedback we get seriously.
1: Do we get negative feedback? Oh, yeah. We do?
0: Yeah, we got some last week.
1: We did? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Somebody said that I was being passive-aggressive to you. About what? I don't know. They just said I'm passive-aggressive.
1: Was it somebody we knew?
0: Doesn't matter who it was. (laughs) But I trust if you feel I'm being passive-aggressive, you'll tell me.
1: I always do, don't I?
0: I don't know. Do you?
1: Do I?
0: So, anyways, leave us feedback. We like to read it. So, before we get to the list, before we identify the people who make us happy and talk about that list, there's some stuff we want to talk about, some some shout-outs and some updates. I think the first major shout-out we want to give, and possibly a life update, is on to this restaurant we went to over the weekend. We record this on Sunday nights usually. So over the weekend we went to a restaurant called BT's Barbecue. No. What's it called?
1: BT's Smokehouse. I don't even know if you can call it a restaurant. It's like a shack with smokers outside where they smoke all the meat.
0: Yeah, by smokers, you don't mean people like out there with their Marlboros and uh, Virginia no, Slims.
1: They're barbecue smokers.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, BT Smokehouse, which has become quite a destination for barbecue aficionados in New England. People drive near and far to go to it. Is that true? It is true. Um
1: Did you do some research on BT's Smokehouse?
0: Yeah, they're ranked ranked way up there. And we went there and it was a goddamn delicious meal Mm -hmm. of a sundry smoked meats. What did we get? What was it called?
1: We got the pig trip platter.
0: Right. So they had some pulled pork on it, some St. Louis style ribs, had some beef brisket and it also had a beef rib. Yeah. And we got some pickled cucumbers some beans and some rice. Dirty some, rice. Some cornbread.
1: And some baked beans.
0: And all of that for like 38 bucks.
1: No. More.
0: Oh. No, because we got some... We got um, some
1: additional sides and... Yeah. Some drinks.
0: And... The line to this place is extraordinarily long. You have to wait like an hour. And this is going to segue into kind of the next thing we're going to talk about. One of the potentially unfortunate things about their setup, their food is amazing. Let's just say that. You should go there and eat their food. But do put on your douchebag tolerance cap (laughs) when you go in because... They don't sell beer there, but they are within driving distance of one of the most popular breweries in New England that only sells its beer on premises. That place is called Treehouse Brewing. So a lot of people, they go to Treehouse Brewing, they wait hours in line for beer, they get their beers, and then they go over to BT's Smokehouse. True. And so it is not out of the realm of possibility that you could find yourself in line with a bunch of drunk assholes like we did. Oh, yeah. They were um,
1: very, very, very
0: loud. Yeah. Screaming the F word in front of our 8-year-old daughter and our 11-year-old son. And, you know, I'll give it to, there was at least one guy in the group who kind of recognized that...
1: They were being loud.
0: That the main obnoxious asshole was being an obnoxious asshole, and he kind of, like, tried to say something. But then I just noticed the loud, obnoxious asshole just staring at me. So I just ignored him.
1: Did you say something to them?
0: No, I just didn't say anything. Were you glaring at them? No. very. I'm at the point in my life where I don't glare at drunk people.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm not going to fuck with drunk people. It's not worth it. Pull the uh, mic stand just a little bit closer to you. No, no, no. Pull the mic stand. Don't pull the mic. There you go. Great. Fantastic. So... um, yeah, but the food was amazing even though the waiting in line exp- is always
1: obnoxious.
0: Experience wasn't the greatest. Yeah. So um but we would highly recommend going there just for the food. It is literally the best barbecue I've ever had in my life.
1: Even better than down south barbecue.
0: Uh by far. Yeah. It is the best barbecue I've ever had anywhere. It is so good.
1: Remember that place we used to go to that burned down?
0: Yeah, that place was pretty incredible. So this was a place also located out here in western Massachusetts in a town called Hatfield, I believe. Yep. And this guy and his wife had purchased a church and they turned it into a barbecue joint called Holy Smokes. It was aptly so good. Aptly named. Yeah, it was very good. If that place hadn't burned down, I would think that might even be better than BT Smokehouse, but um there can only be one. Awesome barbecue restaurant.
1: Well, there can be more than one.
0: Maybe um barbecue restaurants are like Highlanders.
1: What does that mean?
0: There can only be one.
1: <laughs> What's a Highlander? Is that you a movie? Didn't just,
0: you didn't just say that, did you? <laughs> Is that a movie? All right, let's move on. We'll we'll talk about your lack of knowledge of Highlanders later.
1: Yeah. Do you want to talk about Treehouse?
0: Um, I don't really have much to say, except we went to BT Smokehouse. We were going to swing by this Treehouse Brewing to see if... We could pick up some beers of theirs.
1: We went there with the full knowledge that there is usually a wait.
0: Right. So we drove in and the place is a compound, really. It's pretty incredible. Drive down this like mile long road. There's a giant sign as you go in over. You drive under it over your head that says live well, Treehouse Brewing Company. And you drive up the hill, and there's just parking lots and parking lots full of cars. And, yep, the line was, like, way too long. Our kids were being, they were tired, and they were crabby. And I was like, there's no way we're waiting in this line.
1: So that's also why we have no beer tonight.
0: Yeah. So, um, but Stomping Jen has discussed with some of her colleagues about potentially making a midweek visit. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the best approach. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to try to go on a weekend again. Um, And I don't care that much about beer. So I was just like, let's get out of here. Yep. So that's Treehouse Brewing. Even though we haven't tried any of their beer, we want to. (laughs) So um, we're going to tag them on social media if they're listening and they want to donate some beer to the show. Mm -hmm. We'll try it. We'll review it. We'll promote it.
1: Fun fact. About tree treehouse. Go on. Is that uh, it's a not a it's a well kept not well kept secret that um, workshop thirteen and where they have it
0: where Massachusetts where Massachusetts because there are people who listen to this podcast in Australia
1: um, who they have it like on tap or they have it for their open mic nights the beer the treehouse they have a connection oh. like a familial. Coll- Connection or something interesting. Yeah. Okay. So if we want to get,
0: was that passive aggressive for me to um, stop and point out that we should
1: psychoanalyze say, every?
0: Yeah. Now I feel like um everything I do is passive aggressive.
1: What is the definition of passive aggressive?
0: I think it is um, expressing your displeasure with somebody. Indirectly through kind of um, passive actions. So instead of like saying to you, I'm pissed off, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I throw away the sponge holder and leave the sponge on the bottom of the sink.
1: Oh, is that coming? Is that on your show notes? No, I'd it's like not. to discuss that. No, we're
0: never talking about that again. I
1: really would like to. No. I think we should have weekly updates about the sponge. No, let's move on. In the kitchen sink.
0: So anyways, I was just checking. I may check in throughout the show to see if I'm being passive aggressive. I'm
1: being 100% serious, by the way, about the sponge.
0: All right, we'll try to pencil it in. There may not be room in this show. Okay. We'll see. We'll see how things are going. Uh uh And then finally, I think in terms of shout outs, we just want to plug our friend's blog again. Her blog is called Real Talk and Tea. The Her is a blogger named Trista. And it is realtalktea.wordpress.com. Check it out. She did a really great post recently about doing laundry.
1: Yep, and we did lots of laundry this weekend.
0: Yes, we did. Mostly because one of our fucking cats pissed on our daughter's jacket again. Yep. The 13-year-old son of a bitch. Now that is passive-aggressive behavior.
1: (laughs) Peeing on things on the floor.
0: He gets mad and then he pisses on stuff.
1: Yeah, meantime, we've eliminated every piece of carpet in our house because of this cat.
0: At great cost, mind you.
1: And he still finds things to pee on. It's incredible. Yeah.
0: Um, Did I ever get my phone? Mm. Yeah, I did. So the reason I'm asking about my phone is you may remember in episode 22, I had to make a declaration about mm. one of my former associates, Professor Weasley. Mm. I've had to... Disassociate him permanently from the Soft Serve podcast. We made that announcement on the last show. Um, we had to do that because he was implicated in the college cheating scandal that is rocking the nation. The admission scandal. And I wasn't expecting this. I received two strange voicemails this week to the soft serve hotline. I'm going to play them right now. You haven't heard these, and I haven't listened to them all the way through either. The first one is from someone purporting to be Special Counsel Mueller, the guy who just wrapped up the Trump investigation. So I'm going to play that now. Okay? So I want you to listen to it, and then we'll have your reactions, okay? hmm I'm going to play it. Hello.
2: This is Special Agent Robert Moore um, leaving a message for one Sawtooth Frank. We understand here at the FBI that you are a known associate of one Professor Weasley. We need your assistance in locating Professor Weasley. This came to our attention through your podcast, The Soft Serve, which, by the way, is very funny. <laughs> Nevertheless, Professor Weasley, as you indicated, has been implicated in the college admission scandal, and we need to speak with him immediately. Should you ignore this message and choose not to let us know the whereabouts of one Professor Weasley, we will bring serious charges to you and to your beloved podcast. Please call us at 1-800-FBI-FBI-I.
0: Thank you. (laughs) Reactions? (laughs) Reactions <laughs> uh, do we have any reactions?: yeah, it doesn't smell quite right. could that could that be Robert Mueller? No I think it could be. Definitely not. Now, shortly after receiving that voicemail a few days later, I received the voicemail I'm going to play to you next. I'll ask you to hold your comments until after I play it. Okay? Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And here we go. Hello?
3: Hello? Sawtooth? It's Weasley. You were right. You were right the whole time messing with those college kids trying to get them into schools. I just couldn't help myself. <laughs> I just couldn't help myself. The FBI has been calling the house and they're surrounding the house with all kinds of trucks and the newspapers there. And I've got nowhere to go, sawtooth. I'm selling hand jobs in the corner, I'm in hiding. You know, I play the piano, so my hand jobs are pretty good, so I get extra tips. (laughs) I haven't crossed the threshold into all the perverse acts quite yet, but I'm willing to do anything. I'm trying to raise some money so I can get the hell out of here. (laughs) Anyway, this isn't my usual phone number. I I think... they call it a burner phone in the movies. So I, I guess I'll talk to you later. Thanks.
1: I thought this was a family show.
0: It's not a family show. It has an explicit rating <laughs> in iTunes. Oh, okay. I, listen, I'm not accountable for what Professor Weasley says or does, as I've made <sighs> clear. I've. I banned him from the show. I can't stop him from leaving voicemail messages. So. How come I'm the one who feels
1: like I'm getting pranked?
0: What do you mean you're getting pranked? I don't know. It's how I feel. Well, it's not a prank. These are real voicemail messages I received. Okay. So. We'll see what happens with Professor Weasley. Okay. It's a developing story. All right. It's a developing story on the Soft Serve podcast.
1: Aw. Bye, like
0: All right. We've got some business to get to here. Some actual business.
1: What is the actual business?
0: Reading our lists of the people who make us feel happy.
1: Didn't we say we were going to add this additional segment?
0: What segment?
1: About the assholes who shop at Whole Foods.
0: Yeah, but now is not the time to add that.
1: Well, you did not allow me to see your show notes. You don't so need to see the show notes. How do I know what's on the show notes and not on the show notes if I can't see them?
0: I'm the host. You're the co-host. I need you to be somewhat that feels a in the,
1: little passive aggressive.
0: I need you to be somewhat in the dark so you're so you can respond to things spontaneously. Ugh. I need to know the plan.
1: Don't you feel? I feel like as your co-host, I should also be in the know. Hmm.
0: I'll consider it for the next show.
1: Shouldn't we be co developing?
0: So, but what I do appreciate that you did, let me just say that, is you teased the upcoming segment on this show about the assholes who shop at Whole Foods. Mm -hmm. And we will get into that after we read our lists. Right. We're going to end the show with that. How does that sound?
1: Sure thing. Sound okay? Yep.
0: Are you, um down with that, as they say? <laughs> uh, excuse me. All right. So I want to say something about this list. Yes. This was probably the most difficulty I've had filling out a list ever about the people who make me feel happy. I think I realized something. What? I'm a miserable person.
1: Oh my god, you say that every week.
0: I really struggled to find anybody to put on this list. What? Yeah. It was hard. Like I don't even know what the question meant. What did that what does that mean? People who make me feel happy. I don't know. Well, I'm just telling you I didn't know what it meant. What did it mean to you?
1: Most people make me happy.
0: Hmm. Go on.
1: So as I approached this, it was almost like, shouldn't I just list the people that don't make me happy?
0: And what did you end up doing?
1: So first I started writing names down and then I came to the realization that that's not really a very well thought out thing in a public forum to be listing people and their names and um
0: yeah i'm glad you thought of that i (laughs) i thought of it too and i'm not using anybody's real name just let's let's get on the same page about that
1: okay so then i started thinking after we briefly spoke about the list about another way to approach it so
0: and what was that way
1: do you want me to read my list?
0: No, I'm curious about your approach to the list first. That's interesting Um I thought about
1: characteristics of people that would make me feel happy. And how that would make me feel happy or why it would make me feel happy.
0: All right. That's fine. Okay, why don't you read your list? Why? I'm just... You should, I started last time, so you should go first.
1: Um... So, I have people who inspire me. Okay. People who encourage and motivate me. People who love me. Okay. People who respect me.
0: Interesting. Go on. Pe-
1: people who make me laugh. Okay. That's as far as I got. <laughs> so you then i have like groups of people like my family my gym buddies um, my teams of people that i work
0: with okay
1: um my friends okay my friends from all different walks of life
0: all right is that it this is gonna be the shortest list ever, I'm telling you, in the shortest episode because yeah, I can kind of I kind of see what you did there and how it makes sense, but I actually listed people. I just listed like their relational status to me. Oh. Like, well, then
1: the take action here is contemplate what it is about these people that make you feel so uplifted, and set a date to spend time with or chat with one of them this week. And it's funny that this happened because I randomly sent a bunch of text messages to people that make me feel happy this week. And if they received one of those messages, they would know who they were. I don't have to say their names. Huh? And
0: um, now, why would you send them text messages versus calling them?
1: Um. So it's an interesting question.
0: I know it is. That's why I asked it. Thank you.
1: So I think in today's day and age, calling people has become somewhat of an
0: inconvenience
1: to people receiving the phone call.
0: Yeah, and weirdos call people, right?
1: I, I mean, we grew up in a time where if you wanted to talk to somebody, you called them on the phone.
0: Yeah, but times change.
1: But times have changed dramatically, but I still find there is nothing more effective than just picking up the phone and talking to people. Um, But not everybody feels that way, so. Yeah. When I want to, like, reach out and say hi. Hello.
0: I don't have a problem with people texting to say hello to indicate that they're thinking about me or just to say hi, I think you're right. I think it is the newer way that people communicate with each other. I think it's replaced voice calls. Yeah. So there are things, there are times I do actually pick up the phone and talk to people, but it's Generally only when I don't want anything in writing. I don't want to say too much about that, but it's when I don't want a written record of anything that I have to say, I will pick up the phone and call somebody.
1: Really? Sometimes I just like have too much I want to say and I start texting and then it just becomes like unwieldy. Like it's obvious that it's more of a phone call conversation. Yeah. Well, there
0: comes a point where you don't want to fucking write anymore. Like I do that too, like when it comes to like sending emails, I'll just be like, I cannot type another word this morning or this, whatever. I just, I'm picking up the phone and calling this person and that's it. Right. But there's the other side of it, especially in a work context, if you need written documentation for something, you know, I get very nervous about phone calls Mm -mm. and hallway conversations Because there are times when I need stuff documented. So um, a text won't do it. In that case, an email. But just in terms of um, back on the subject, though, of just reaching out to people and saying hello. I I think it's perfectly acceptable to send a text.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't have a problem with that. Right. So you can continue doing that.
1: Oh, thank you for your approval. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Can I just also mention...
0: You don't need my permission. Go on.
1: No, I'm just thinking about like the uh, sort of off topic, but sort of on the topic of like texting and messaging people. Okay. Um, Birthdays on social media have like become a thing. What do you mean? In the past couple of years, like you get to know. So Facebook tells you if people put their birthdays, it tells you that it's their birthday. I know. And then there's like a whole flurry of like people messaging you who. There are different levels of um, acquaintance on on, on social media.
0: I hear you. But here's the thing. Yeah. I'm friends with a whole bunch of people I don't follow. Yeah. You know. And I don't even know when it's their birthday. Right. And then see them leave me a birthday message. Right.
1: And then you're like, what the fuck?
0: No, I'm not like, what the fuck? I'm like, I'm a horrible human being because that person is clearly following me.
1: Or engaged in your life. And
0: I I muted them entirely. Yeah. And I had no idea it was their birthday. Right. Yeah. So this a whole, whole like facebook birthday shame cycle i get into
1: but more so than that specific thing is there's this like additional level of like if you know a person like if you actually know them in real life and you talk to them on a regular basis i will not just leave them a message on their like timeline if i know their text if i like text with them on a regular basis i will send them a personal message via text. Huh. Secondary to that, if I know the person really well, but I don't really correspond with them on the phone very often via text, I'll send them a private message.
0: Okay. A PM.
1: And then if I care enough that like, I feel like I know the person well enough, then I'll leave them a message on their timeline. Unless I've forgotten, of course, or like mm-hmm. just missed their birthday completely. But I've noticed this is a thing that I intentionally have fallen into. There's so many birthdays. They're like every day there's somebody's birthday.
0: Yeah. Isn't somebody born every second?
1: Mm-hmm. There you go. Anyways, that All was right. not really related to the list. So I want to hear your list.
0: All right. People who make me happy. Yeah. And I'm just going to... I just. I want to just say this right now at the start of this. How
1: short is your is your list longer than mine? It
0: is longer, but um, if you're not mentioned on here, it doesn't mean you don't make me happy. I want to say that. I really struggled with this. Okay. Mm-hmm. And even some of these people don't make me happy all the time. Like they sometimes make me happy, or mostly make me happy. But, like, every person on this list I'm going to read sometimes, like, pisses me off or is a misery to be around. But that's just life. No one makes you happy all the time. Even as wonderful as I am, I can imagine there are moments where (laughs) you're not happy with me.
1: Of course.
0: No, I was just kidding. You're supposed to say, that's not true. I'm always happy. You failed the test.
1: I'm being honest.
0: Was that passive-aggressive?
1: I'm being honest.
0: But was that passive-aggressive?
1: No, that was being direct.
0: No, I should make you happy at all times. All times. There should never be a moment where you're not happy with me.
1: All right, come on. (laughs) Only when you throw away my dish sponge.
0: I threw away that sponge tonight.
1: Because it was gross. But it wasn't... R-O-S-S.
0: It wasn't gross because of the way that it was being stored, but we can talk about that later. Okay. My list of people who make me feel happy. Okay. And before I get into this, I have to criticize the list. The person who made this list, and I'm... Sure, she's a lovely person. Maria Seal, okay? Doesn't understand some basic things about human psychology, right? Nobody makes me feel anyway, right? (laughs) I feel a certain way around people or in response to people. They are not making me feel that way. I just have to clarify that because... It kind of gives others more power over us if we believe that they can make us feel any certain way. We are ultimately in control of how we feel about anything. Okay? Okay. I just need to say that.
1: Thank you for that clarification.
0: Number one on this list of people who make me feel happy. Or who I feel. I'm going to see. I'm falling into the Maria Seal tar pit of pop psychology language misuse. All right. The people who I feel happy interacting with. That's what this really should be. Is my wife. That's you. Thank you. In case you didn't know. My son. My daughter. Now, there are no human beings on this planet who drive me crazier than those two. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But they make me feel... uh, Sorry, I feel happy around them most of the time. That's it. Is
1: that your list?
0: No. My brother, who I talk to usually like once a week ish. Did you
1: talk to him this weekend? No,
0: I called there. I called his house, but he wasn't around. Um, but we try to talk at least, you know, once a week, check in, we have good conversations. Um, uh, my sister, I feel happy around her, my nieces, my nephews. Oh, I only have one None nephew. nephew. I have one nephew. Um, but <laughs>
1: Nephew, not nephews. Many nieces. I mean.
0: You know what I mean. My many nieces and nephew, mm-hmm. they make me happy. Ma- I feel happy around them. And we have some close friends who are like family, mm-hmm. who I feel happy around, who um, we see pretty frequently. Um you know my brothers and sisters in law they I feel happy around them um I have a number of work colleagues who I feel happy around um, I only say this begrudgingly my my friends that I play video <laughs> games with the small council oh i you use- have
1: so much fun with them.
0: Mm. But remember what I was saying before about how... um,
1: They drive you nuts also.
0: Yeah, people who you feel happy being around can also piss you off.
1: Yeah, I think the people that you love the most piss you off the most because you feel passionate about those people.
0: Um, There are some podcasters whom I feel happy listening to who are delightful. Then I have a big question mark here on the page. Mm -hmm. And then I wrote, I don't get happiness from many people.
1: Is that a question?
0: No. I wrote question mark. Then on another line, I don't get happiness from many people. Huh. You know, I don't want to go too deeply into the psychology of Sawtooth Frank.
1: (laughs) But I'm going to anyway. But
0: despite doing a podcast and having been accused of being a narcissist by some people, you know, I think I am largely an introvert.
1: You are a hundred percent an introvert.
0: Um, but I do love people and being around people. So
1: you're also
0: I when I when I am with people, the second I am. Interacting with somebody, there begin a timer begins ticking inside of me. It's like an emotional and psychic energy timer, like a sand hourglass. It like flips over, and just my capacity to um, sustain my normally delightful social. Um, Persona begins diminishing The second I'm interacting with people And like the the weird thing is I never know when it's going to run out Like it could be half an hour It could be an hour or two You can attest to this There have been situations where we've been in socially Where I'm just like I'm done, I have to leave Mm
1: -hmm.
0: right? Because I get drained My energy gets drained And then I'll have a tantrum if I don't leave
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So I think I think that says to me I don't get my happiness from people. I think maybe I just tolerate being around it's people. It's
1: really funny because a couple of weeks ago... Go on. We were talking about um, being in my art show, which is still up, by the way.
0: And where is your art? the end of March. Okay. Why don't we tell people where your art show is?
1: At Holyoke Commas
0: get yeah, where is Holyoke, On uh, high, what city? Street Hold on, in
1: Holyoke, Mass. That's okay. a little passive aggressive.
0: Okay, what
1: I'm getting to the point,
0: it's not passive aggressive.
1: <laughs> You're rushing me.
0: Um, I want things a certain way on this show. Go right. on,
1: okay, so
0: okay, let's say it again because we were talking uh, over each other. Go on, where is it?
1: Holyoke, Massachusetts. It's a restaurant called Holyoke Hummus. It's on High Street in Holyoke, Mass. Okay, can I finish what I was about to say now?
0: You don't need my permission. Go on.
1: So you mentioned how, I forget what the list was that we were reading that evening, Um, or all the things that brought you joy that day or something like that. Okay. Okay. And you mentioned how much joy you had when, and true happiness when uh, old friends of yours walked through the door and you had a great conversation with them for I did A
0: while. I did. Yeah. But that doesn't change the fact that after about an hour, I just want to like, for reasons completely unrelated to them, like claw my eyes out and go run away and be alone. Like, does everybody feel that way? Is that yes. normal?
1: Yes. That's why people depart from parties or, you know, it's it's really funny. There's like a natural, I do a lot of networking and um, lunches and whatnot. And you find that if you have a prescribed time for lunch, even with a friend, it's usually about an hour's worth of time when it's like the conversation runs out. There's not really much else to talk about.
0: Except when you're arguing. Why is it you can argue? Like, you can go on and on and on forever arguing. arguing? I'm not saying we're arguing now. I'm just saying, I feel like when I'm in an argument with somebody, I can sustain that energy to engage them, like, into infinity.
1: (laughs) I don't know. I I wasn't talking about that.
0: What were you talking about? I
1: am just talking about, like... Hanging out with people,
0: so you're saying an hour is the limit?
1: No, I'm well,
0: so why do then why why have a party that's four hours long?
1: Well, if you have a party, you're interacting with multiple people in one setting, so hmm, it's not like you're spending all of your time with one person, one on one
0: yeah, the worst thing of a party one of the worst parts of a party is like the people who won't leave.
1: You know what I hate? I hate when you're having a party and all of a sudden somebody decides to leave and there's like a giant mass exodus and like your entire party leaves out the door and you're just like, "What? Where did everybody go?" I love that. Ugh, I hate
0: that. Can I tell you that? That's because like the it means because it means we're one step closer to everybody being gone. Can I tell you? Ugh. So i won't be i won't I won't say who, but I have a friend who stays over here periodically and about like two or three years ago um he started waking up before everybody else was awake and just silently leaving he rose up about twenty notches. <laughs> On the friendship ladder for me, like anybody that that is like such a loving act. To like just wake up in the morning, like quietly collect yourself and your stuff, and just silently like disappear.
1: See, I'm I'm like the opposite. I love people. I love being around uh, people.
0: See, this is what this is what you're. I'm an
1: extrovert, and you're an introvert.
0: This is not what you're understanding. You're not hearing my message. I actually <laughs> do love people, but. I have a limited capacity for being able to engage them. I understand what
1: you're saying. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm saying that's a personality type. That's not
0: right. it's It's innate to you. Right. So instead of being offended that this friend of mine leaves in the morning without saying goodbye or anything like I see it as a as a gift, it's a loving act of friendship.
1: Does it make you feel happy?
0: Doesn't make me feel happy that they're gone. That they're gone, but I see it as like
1: it makes you feel happy that you don't have to deal with the morning pleasantries. That yeah, are. yeah, and and, the and also of of that the guys, again, also
0: that this person is just respectful of cool your boundaries. Enough, cool enough just to be like, all right, came over, we did our thing, I'm out of here. Yeah, yeah, that's all. I just think it's a. um Yeah, it's a great thing. It's a great thing. So anyways, yeah, I don't feel, I don't, I don't think I'm like you in that sense.
1: I mean, I get that way sometimes too.
0: Yeah, but you're not as extreme as I am.
1: No, it usually takes a lot for me to reach that point.
0: Like, I think I'm at that point right now in this podcast.
1: You're done with me?
0: No, I'm just kidding. Was that passive-aggressive? Oh, my God. I have to check in. Mm. I have to check in. I feel I could be... There are are many points along the way tonight where I could be passive-aggressive, so I have to check in. For my safety and for yours. Because passive-aggressiveness is very dangerous to a relationship
1: what else you got there
0: um oh this will make you happy the next thing we're gonna talk about and i haven't developed any eventually when i get my new mixer
1: Uh uh-huh
0: um are you about to fart no okay because it looked like you were gonna try
1: (laughs) do you want me to fart are are you
0: afraid to do that on the (laughs) microphone
1: (laughs) do you want me to fart
0: um i'm gonna call you stomping stern but go ahead what Stomping Stern.
1: What does that mean? Howard
0: Stern farts into the microphone. Does he? That's his thing. Uh-huh. But go ahead.
1: I'm not doing anything. Go ahead. What do you have? Are we going to talk about the dish sponge?
0: Um. Is that what's no. going to make
1: me so happy? No,
0: we may not get to that because we're already at 48 minutes.
1: Oh, this was going to be a short podcast. Yeah.
0: Said. Yeah, it was. But then I got old sawtooth's lips got a flapping. <laughs>
1: All right. What's What do you...
0: Um, so what I was gonna say is, I'm eventually, I'm gonna buy a new mixer that allows me to pre-program in um, different sound effects and like segment bumpers, and we're gonna have a permanent segment on the podcast called "The Assholes Who Shop at Whole Foods."
1: Yay!
0: And this is gonna be the first installment, but I don't have any music for it it's the assholes who shop at whole foods okay so later (laughs) i'm gonna go back and copy that and that will be our permanent (laughs) intro music (laughs) i love it okay all right you heard it
1: here first folks
0: this this first and we're gonna discuss one asshole who shops at whole foods per episode Um, yeah, don't hit the (laughs) microphone with your giant flailing (laughs) knee. Thank you. (laughs) Sorry. Um, what kind of animals are on your knee? Polar bears. Okay. All right. So, um, this is a situation I'm going to describe to you. I have seen occur multiple times at Whole Foods now and it drives me fucking crazy every fucking time. Okay. Okay. As evidenced by the number of fucks I just said, <laughs> which was two.
1: I think it was more.
0: No. I said, it drives me fucking crazy every fucking time. As, As evidenced by, by the number, number of fucks, fucks I just said. it was three. Referring to the fucks in <laughs> the previous, and the previous <laughs> sentence, which were two fucks. <laughs> I'm about to give zero fucks about the number <laughs> of fucks I said, so let me get to this. Okay,
1: was that passive aggressive
0: was it can Can we check in around that because I want us to have a healthy dialogic intercourse oh boy okay so um okay, we all know Amazon purchased Whole Foods.
1: most people realize that well, who live in the world those who live on
0: <laughs> fucking planet earth know that okay. Mm-hmm. But apparently, a large percentage of the people who still shop at Whole Foods are absolutely baffled by this relationship between Amazon and Whole Foods. And they take it upon themselves to complain to the register person when they're checking out about it. So usually it goes down something like this. I'm sitting there waiting to get my shit checked out, and some fucking earthy, crunchy space noodle who has her <laughs> kale and probiotics, or his flippin kefir, kefir and <laughs> gluten free beer. Oh my god! Are asked if they have an Amazon Prime account, right? And then. Said asshole will say something like this to the um, person at the cash register I don't know why you all are doing this with Amazon Prime.
1: <laughs> they don't talk like that.
0: <laughs> well, all right. For, for this purpose, it's a Southern, southern Whole Foods. It's a Southern Whole Foods and a, a Southern gentleman keffer buying gluten free beer drinking asshole so um
1: dairy free soy product
0: yeah i don't know why you all are getting in bed with these corporate people
1: (laughs) (laughs) accent just changed
0: again yeah i can't do it okay you you see you're criticizing my accent so now i can't do it the same but um (laughs) Yeah, I don't think it's appropriate that you all are advertising for Amazon Prime. Something like that, right? <laughs> and I want to like just grab these fucking people and be like, do you realize that Whole Foods is Amazon Prime? That you are just in an Amazon Prime grocery store? You fucking moron. It drives me so fucking crazy. And it's like, every fucking time and then when they get asked if they have the app like they turn down their nose at like amazon prime like you know it's something only an asshole would have and there i am with my fucking phone out ready to scan my app you know scan
1: my app you know you don't get any credit for scanning the app it's only if something's like yeah bullshit
0: here's what you get what do you get
1: they get you
0: your get data. Two, no, you get $2 off a rotisserie chicken every fucking time. For real? Yeah, $7.99 with the app.
1: No, 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 You get stuff off if it's on sale and if it's like a no, thing.
0: No, no, the rotisserie chickens are so always... So maybe the
1: rotisserie chickens are on special all the time.
0: Only for Amazon Prime members.
1: Yes, that's what I'm saying. So like if you just go in there and you pick up like chips because you want them for dinner or whatever...
0: Yeah, I know. If it's
1: not like related to yeah. you don't get any credit. Like as like, you know, like at Stop and Shop, you get cre- like reward credit yeah. points. Like it's not like that. Yeah.
0: So there's that. There's that interaction that happens at the register. Right. Um, and then around the fucking Amazon Prime app. Um, and then I've heard more than one person complaining about the Alexa display at the <laughs> front of the store. Yeah. Like, why do you have that here? Why are you selling that stuff for Amazon Prime? (laughs) Right? (laughs) And again, I just want to, like, shake these fucking people. Like, you are in an Amazon store. They own this. Yeah. Jeff Bezos is probably in the back washing fucking carrots or something.
1: Yeah. You know, I think... It's interesting because this our whole foods and this particular whole foods that we shop at frequently
0: in western massachusetts in
1: western massachusetts
0: which is a very liberal um how do you describe it progressive um political area for the most part right um
1: has been a long standing store that hasn't really changed Its model, even when it was purchased by Whole Foods initially back years back, and now is all of a sudden an Amazon Whole Foods. But it used to be like basically the same store. It's always been there for, yeah, since its inception, since it opened, which used to be called Bread and Circus. Yeah. I mean, so those are the people who probably don't know. That it was purchased by Amazon are probably the same people who think of it still as bread and circus. It's like when I used to work at Macy's. Yeah. <clears throat> and I worked in Macy's in Massachusetts. The department store? The department store. Macy's? Macy's department store. There are
0: people who um listen to this show overseas who may not know what Macy's is.
1: Anyways, uh... Macy's originated in... Wait,
0: New- wait, wait. Anyways? They're, those people are just as important to I, me as our...
1: It's, it's irrelevant to the story that I'm about to tell, which is why I said anyways. All right, go on. Anyways, Macy's department store originated in New York City and was a department store mainly down in that region. And as it expanded across the country, it took over other stores the same way that Whole Foods took over Bread and Circus. And there used to be a department store in the store that I worked in in Massachusetts that used to be previously owned by another department store called Jordan Marsh. And people would come in all the time with their <sighs> Jordan Marsh cars and they would be like, call it Jordan Marsh. And I'm like, it's not Jordan Marsh, it's Macy's.
0: Okay.
1: Same type of mentality when people...
0: I think I see You took a long way Of getting there But I think what you're saying Is that People who um, Macy's bought Jordan's Marsh And the people who shop there Think it should still be Jordan Marsh right. Yeah I don't think that's really What we're talking about here That we're talking about Because <laughs> um, in that case Presumably Like Macy's put Macy's all over everything Yeah They were in a Macy's store Right Um in this case, you know Amazon is not completely rebranding Whole Foods, right? They're leaving the Whole stores Foods as branding, Whole Foods, yes, um, but they're integrating all of their Amazon shit throughout the stores, right? And it's these people who are unawares and unawares, ignorant that they are sitting there. Taking up my fucking time making stupid ass comments and complaining about Amazon as though it were a separate entity because they're ignorant fucks. That's why they are assholes who shop at Whole Foods. Great. And that is assholes who shop at Whole Foods.
1: Wah, wah. Okay. That was unplanned, folks.
0: Yep. <laughs> So, I hope you enjoyed that segment. <laughs> I have a very long list of other assholes who shop at Whole Foods. That was just number one on the list. Great.
1: I look forward to this ongoing.
0: All right. And speaking of assholes, I have a question.
1: Am I an asshole? No.
0: This is, are they For an leaving asshole? This sponge. No. We can't talk over each other. This is, <laughs> are they an asshole?
1: Are they an asshole? Yeah.
0: I'm going to ask a question. Oh, okay. And you're going to tell me whether or not this person is an asshole. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm ready. (laughs) All right. Yes. Are people who eat a muffin upside down with a fork so they can save the top for later an asshole? Yes. I agree completely.
1: (laughs) Because if you want to do that, you take the top off. (laughs) <laughs> and then you eat the bottom and then you can eat the top.
0: Right? Um. Generally speaking, a muffin is a hand food, no, 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 right? No. And we're not going to go into the whole Seinfeld episode and steal from that, but about um the That's muffin tops. The muffin tops. What, what do you w- do
1: with the stumps?
0: We're, I said we're not going into that. What we will go into is if you want to save the top of a muffin for later... It's very easy to do with your hands. All you have to do is just break the top of the muffin off. That's it. You don't need to flip it upside down, put it on a plate, and eat your way down through the stump with a fork.
1: <laughs> who does that?
0: I'm not gonna tell you who, but it is borderline sociopathic behavior. Do you know
1: somebody who does Oh this? yeah.
0: So um now, this person did, I will say in their defense in debating this, I mean, everybody unanimously agreed that this person was an asshole. <laughs> no, 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 no. But they did raise one good point, is that there are some types of muffins that you may need to eat with a fork. Name one. Uh, Zucchini or carrot muffins, for sure.
1: What? Why? Why?
0: They're closer to cakes, in my opinion. I don't know if I... It would feel strange to me to eat a zucchini muffin with my hands. I would want to eat that with a fork.
1: It's a very strange conversation. Yeah, I would
0: probably break it into pieces and eat it with a fork, honestly.
1: I don't think I've ever had a zucchini muffin...
0: Or some types of muffins that maybe have, like, a lot of, like, gooey, like, chocolates or caramels in them, you know, like, really gourmet. Um,
1: Those are called cupcakes.
0: No, no, no. There are muffins that have, like, chocolate chips in them, and they can get, like, really gooey and stuff. I think there are some circumstances where you might want to eat a muffin with a fork. Some types of muffins, but the muffin in question here was a blueberry muffin.
1: Yeah,
0: and there's no reason to ever eat a blueberry muffin with a fork, right? Yeah, asshole,
1: asshole. Are there other questions?
0: Nope, that was it, and we are over an hour now.
1: Oh, we can't talk about the sponge.
0: No, we're gonna have to wait. You're gonna have to schedule it onto the show notes. We're not talking, (laughs) I don't have access
1: to the show notes.
0: Uh, if I, we will, I will point out to our listeners that about three hours prior to the show, we were discussing the show and I said to you, do you have anything at all you want to talk about? And you were rolling around on the bed going, no, not really. (laughs) I said, really, really think about this because this is your chance. You're like, no, no. No. No, that's it. That's good. (laughs) I'm
1: going to preemptively put the sponge on the next show notes.
0: I will um, sometime in the coming week query you for topics for episode 24. And speaking of episode 24, let's just give a little tease of the next list that's coming.
1: What is the next list?
0: Next list is list the things in your life, You are actually able to control. That could be interesting. I don't even know what that means at this point. But that's episode 24. Okay. Okay. So we'll say to you all, as we always do, uh, thank you for listening. (coughs) Bless you. If you are a fan of the show, please subscribe. Uh, please adjust your settings so you get automatic downloads. Um download the show. Leave us a review. Share it. Yep, share it.
1: Tell your friends about it.
0: Yeah, and if you um like the show and you're interested in coming on and talking to us, yep. uh maybe We're gonna we could,
1: get that mixer soon.
0: Yeah, we can have you we can have you call in as a guest. So and you could do the show with us. You
1: can come here.
0: <laughs> not so fast. Yeah. I don't want anybody here.
1: Yeah, we're going to invite some people here.
0: No one's coming here. Yeah. No.
1: Yes, because I'm an extrovert. Well. And you're an introvert. You and know, that's the way it is.
0: I'm going to have to go find a separate room to sit in and do this.
1: Don't be ridiculous.
0: I don't know. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to say it. Dear podcast listeners, thanks for listening. And without further ado,
1: (gasps) he said it. Bye now. Bye now.
2: of poverty, disease, and ignorance will be made disappear from the earth.
0: And that in the goodness of time,
2: all peoples will come to live together in a peace guaranteed.